Goose, come back. This ain't the Kane's Dead program. This is going to be the other show. So this is Joey CM speaking. Uh, we're going to do it this way. Before we get into anything, the opening song that I used, it felt like it was painfully long. I don't know. What do you think? You let me know. Should I leave it in? Take it out? You know, let me know either way. Uh, secondly... This one's going to be the Halloween. I'm going to put out as much content as I can before Halloween do- uh, comes. Then we're going to do the Kane is Dead Halloween special. But in the meantime, we're going to be doing this show, the other show, which is still has no name to it. And uh, we're going to be focusing a lot on doom metal and horrorcore rap. So without further ado, I'm going to play you a track right quick because it wouldn't be spooky season without this band. You know them, you love them, all the way from motherfucking Detroit, Michigan, Acid Witch. If you guys haven't noticed there's a, something a little different with my voice as of lately it's not as say diplomatic as it used to be because uh, lately I've been trying to get in tune again you know what I'm saying because when me and the when we me and the boys well me and Randy aka Xanthium aka body bag we realized that we was gonna we we're gonna start a band again and uh, it all started around mid-September when we was going to an Oceano concert. 
Now, if y'all don't know who Oceano is, they're pretty much a deathcore band with extremely misanthropic slash uh, rude, I guess, you know, in a sense. Mean, spirited, anti-religion, anti-human race type shit, you know what I'm saying? They were one of the, they, they are one of those bands. And we went to their show and the shit got real wild out there, you know what I mean? Because, man, there was... Uh, crazy pits all night you know what i mean but anyways we started thinking about it you know what i mean and that's when we came up with the um, the conclusion that we needed to start a band now i'm gonna be the vocalist and uh, it was not my first rodeo as a lot of people don't uh, know about me you know what i mean that don't know about me i should say is i used to do uh <clears throat> exclusively i used to do just slam death metal or brutal slam death metal whatever you want to call it but you know within like, if you know anything about the way the, the genre is, slam, it's like, really, it's just... You know what I'm saying? And with, but from that, I learned how to, you know, grunt, growl, and pig squeal, and, you know, all that stuff. But my main challenge is highs. I want to get highs as well. But the thing is, when you have a voice like mine... I think the highest you'll ever hit is definitely, say, like a Brian McKnight, as opposed to, say, screamo, stereotypical singer, part 15, you know, the guy with the girly shirt, the girly pants, and the and the stupid haircut, you know what I'm saying? So, I want to, but the thing is, that's kind of a goal of mine, I want to hit that level of high, so since then, I've been kind of being, you know, i kind of been my own, you know, uh, how you say, vocal coach, you know what I'm saying? So every day I'm just, you know, here and there, I'll, I'll slam, I'll growl, I'll grunt, and I'll uh, pig squeal. And uh, when it comes to the cleans or whatever, uh, my voice is a bit off, you know what I'm saying? Because then it's like, it's not necessarily way up here where I want it. It's like, it's like, you know what I mean? Because I'm falling faster through the car. You know what I mean? But it's a little higher than that. That's just me being mild. You know what I'm saying? But like, the thing is, you gotta know how to think. You gotta know how to uh, blah blah blah. I, I don't even know how to put it because I never really put vocal coach shit whatever in it. So I'm not 100% sure what it is. You know what I mean? In other words, I don't have some big fat lady with me telling me this is how you do that. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. This is how you do this. You know what I'm saying? Because I never had any you know personal training before but you know like i guess i could say the the highest i could possibly get without you know going to as they say hard in the paint would be uh morrissey like you remember the way morrissey like when he does his solos i am the sun i am the end you know shit like that only a little bit higher like when he does like come back to camden that's the best my voice can get and it's kind of creepy you know what i'm saying because although i am a morrissey fan i kind of hate him on a personal level because he's such a douche you know what i'm saying but whatever right i mean at least he knew it's funny because like now that i'm on the subject and i think i spoke on this about about him on the the Kane is dead program which is not this show but i think i made mention of the fact how uh morrissey has far-right views and has said some ugly racial racial shit about people and yet has not been canceled it's just bizarre how things work but then again i'm pretty sure a good chunk of oh he he did the the american celebrity thing the liberal thing you know what i mean by saying you know yeah i think all chinese people's darkies and blah 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 should be uh sent back to their country outside of london or whatever because he has said some ugly shit i don't know if he ever talked about blacks but i know he talked about asians and I also think that people should blah 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 leave London alone or wherever the hell he's from, you know what I mean? And just let us have our country back. Well, let you know the Britain be Britain again. Basically MAGA. Britain be Britain again, you know what I mean? But you know, everybody's like, Well, oh, that's pretty that's a hot take on something. That's not right. Then he turns around and says, Wait a second. Uh America, uh Donald Trump sucks. Uh yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's take him out for the sake of the entire country. 
and then everybody cheers and every, all is forgotten. But don't get me wrong, I'm still a fan of him. Because despite all that shit, you know, I love how he's outspoken about what he feels as opposed to hiding it the way all these other motherfuckers do in the world anyways. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it goes, you know what I'm saying? And as I'm recording this, it is Columbus Day. It's not Indigenous People's Day. Anytime you fuckers put that, that okay, there's no integrity in it because first of all, you motherfuckers are just putting a band-aid over an old an old wound. No matter how much you no matter how you put it on there, no matter how you whatever or you reshape it, it's still there, you motherfuckers. Okay, so don't give me that bullshit. Secondly, fuck that. I can't even say it because it's a, it's all a hot take, you know what I mean? But whatever, you know, fuck Columbus, you know what I'm saying? Fuck Indigenous Peoples Day because all of this is a band-aid, you know what I'm saying? And it's actually really funny to me, you know what I mean? Because, like, people actually put so much thought and emphasis on these things so they can get people not to be mad or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, motherfuckers is like, dude, dude, dude. I'd rather just be, you know, part of the status quo as opposed to trying to, you know, do anything to, you know, better myself or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you a hot, like, an an example. For years, as you guys have heard the Kane is Dead program, you guys know for a fact that I've always hated everything. You know what I'm saying? Now, this show is a lighter version of that, although you could still sense the sense of, uh, you know, like, just, just, I don't know, I mean, I don't want to say hopelessness, but you, you, you get the idea, you know what I mean? And then I realized, but, but by doing this show, I realized that, because I'm, I'm pretty sure a good chunk of you are aware that this show was inspired mostly by doom metal or stoner metal, whatever you want to call it. And my now ex-girlfriend, uh, lady friend, I don't like girlfriend, it's, it's, it's a weird term to me. But you know what I'm saying, my ex-lady friend, who left, well, you know, she had to leave in Ju- uh, Ju- July, January, what the fuck? And it was, a, it was a pretty traumatic experience, I suppose, you know what I mean? Because I do miss her a lot, but anyway, she inspired me to do this show. Now, as of right now, I think this is only the fourth, third or fourth, you know, this is the fourth show, because the last one I did for her was a tribute for her. A full-on tribute for her. So I played, you know, all the songs that I knew she liked. And another thing about this show is, like, I try not to make it as long as Kane is dead. Because, well, Kane is dead is just straight ruthlessness. And brutality and hate and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? This one is supposed to be, you know, more like uh, mellowed out. You know, we'll talk about certain things, certain blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? But we're not going to, you know what I mean? Like, you you know, we're not going to get too into it not even like on a political sense you know what I mean because it's just retarded to do that you know what I mean so you know we keep it you know you know whatever we keep it for lack of a better term as friendly as we can get it you know what I mean and with that said that's why I play doom metal because even though doom metal or stoner however you want to call it let's just call it stoner doom you know get two birds stoned at once you know what I mean but you know Stoner Doom Metal is like the perfect balance between the hate that you get from the show, Kane is Dead, and the, for lack of a better term, lightheartedness of this show. So the hate is the brutal, ugly, nasty guitar and bass, and the mellow, nice side is the, is the crooning slash drumming and the occasional keyboard that's thrown in there once in a while. Like with the last, you know, like what Acid Wish, they use keyboards on their, on their songs all the time. But I digress. So anyway, uh, fuck it, let's just get into another track. This one's uh, dedicated to you, Eva. Eva, that was her name if y'all didn't know. Um, Eva. I, I hope you're listening, baby. And uh, I still love you. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mad at you or whatever, even though you're going without with a fucking nurse, man. But wait, hey, that's up to you. I still love you. Anyway, this was one of her favorite songs. It's by Electric Citizen. After that, we'll get into some movie shit.
Universal still but she still for them They must creep my mind Angels try to speak to me But being God that ain't my kind Paranoid delusions Can't be focused why I keep it on Constantly I have business Or some shit I'm knowing don't belong Deadly sense insert my nose But there's no corpses in this beast Horses from behind No wall fulfills my mind We witnesses Footsteps run throughout my house When everyone is sound asleep What the fuck can I do? Devil shit got me spoo. How can I get away? Angels, they tell me true. Keep saying now my head speak not until the day. But when I turn, I do rise as the demon said. Take care your business, man. Stay making bloody snakes. I remember to load up their pants. If you get down, I just throw up your devil sign. Why do strange boys just choose you with crazy smiles? So that was Jennifer by Acid Witch. It wouldn't be spooky season without Acid Witch. You know what I mean? Uh, again, here I am hosting what is not the Kane is Dead program, but rather whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? And uh, like, you know what I mean? Like last year for Kane is Dead, we did this whole thing where like we released, and by me, I mean. Kane is dead and Joey we released eight or so plus episodes on Kane is dead that were all dealing with horror movies uh and, and really like that was like the meanest like month of how you say November November October that was like the meanest month of October for recording process you know what I'm saying because with uh I don't know, it was just like, I guess it was just a bad, like, at work, I was just getting really agitated, and then, like, the world around me, I was just getting really fucking fed up with seeing stupid shit go down, 
And a lot of the fuck-offs that were featured in that year's uh, October edition, a lot of them are really fucking mean-spirited, horrible, horrible things. Bad shit has been said through and through, but you know what? Fuck it, it happened. Why not, right? And we're not going to do that in this show, but rather I'm going to... We're going to talk movies again. We're going to keep the movie part of it at least, at the very least. You know what I'm saying? So with that said, we are going to review our first movie, which is Meet the Feebles. But before we get right into that shit, let's listen to the trailer. So, you want to join the Feebles? inside just recapping some of the shit that i remember from that movie but before we get into that again we're gonna go by what the imdb describes the movie as so without further ado i'm gonna give you their definition of the movie meet the feebles and i'm gonna give you my personal definition of meet the feebles as well all right so let's see Multiple animals and in- insects experience the sleazier side of show business while working on a variety show. That's all it says. And for the most part, they are right. So that was their description. Let me give you my description. This is like what, like, you know how, um, you ever watch like Sesame Street? And you always wondered if there was a darker side to it. Well, this is definitely the darker side. You know, you see, it is right, you see insects, insects, animal, all this other bullshit everywhere. And they are going around doing horrible things. It all, it's a, it, the Meet the Feebles is a uh, variety show out of, out of New, England, New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> and what it is, is basically is a bunch of uh, puppets. Uh, some of them are bigger than others. They're involved with some unholy shit, such as drugs, uh, porno, <laughs> more drugs, more porno. There's a fly who 
is like a paparazzi type motherfucker. And at one point, yeah, let's just get that. Okay, well, let's just give you the layout. Okay, so we got that. What else do we have? Uh, it's just a really weird movie, and it's kind of it's kind of gross. It's fucked up. There's even uh, let's just oh, fuck it. Let's just get into it because I'm just stalling at this point. Now, all right. So the movie starts. You know, meet the feebles as you heard the song. You know, the man, the motherfuckers is like, oh yeah, well, you know, this is a variety show, and we're gonna go see this shit. But behind the scenes, there's all kinds of unholiness going around. One, one, I don't know. It's just the the lead. Her name is. I already forgot. I think it's Heidi. Not 100% sure, so I'm probably wrong. But the lead is a giant pink hippo lady who sings. And she's been married or whatever to the the guy who's running the show, Bletch. Now, Bletch is a giant walrus dude in a suit who runs the show. And he has his own criminal underground. Now, what Bletch is, is basically he's having an affair. He's having... <laughs> This is all going to sound very bizarre, but anyways, he's having an affair on the hippo lady with a cat whom we see humping and getting blown by several times throughout the movie. <laughs> all the while, there's this young, I believe he's a hedgehog named Robert or whatever, or Richard, I don't remember. I don't fucking, <laughs> it doesn't really matter because what what this thing is, is like, he wants to sing for the show and he wants to do the dance routine and all that shit. Finds out that he gets a role. And when he gets his role into the damn movie, he starts like, you know, seeing everything and everyone around him. And one of the things that he's, you know, pretty much known, well, he sees from the beginning is the fact that he falls in love with a poodle. Now, this poodle is a singer, backup singer or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And, uh... Meanwhile, Bletch and his main guy, who was a rat, which I, you know, the rat is basically the one that does all the the, uh, the criminal shit for Bletch. Be it, you know, selling drugs, making porno, you name it, he's the one behind it all. But anyways, at one point, he, the porno is becoming stale for them, you know what I mean? And the people who like it. So what winds up happening is... That fucking uh, the rat dude drugs the poodle chick, and he takes advantage of her while she's unconscious. Date rape, basically, and they film it, and yeah, it's just fucking weird. It's gross. All this other shit, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, the hippo lady is going on an eating binge because she feels ugly or whatever, and then then there's a flashback sequence when him. When when Bletch and the and the hippo lady meet for the first time and she's moonlighting as a as a nightclub singer, and he's like, "You could be part of my show. I'm gonna be the greatest show on earth." And then they like kiss. There's a picture of them kissing or whatever. And that's just the start of it. You know what I mean? And next thing you know, there's just like all kinds of unholiness going around. You know what I mean? Like motherfuckers getting killed, motherfuckers doing drugs, motherfuckers driving erratically. There's even one point which I felt was the most entertaining bit was when the drugged out, I believe, I I think he's a frog. I'm not sure though. Or a lizard of some, or a chameleon. I don't fucking know. I don't know these things, okay? All I know is that what I saw, he's like, he's like, or, or he could have been a, uh, a turtle. I think he might have been a turtle. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost certain he was a turtle. Anyways, that's besides the point. Point is, is that we get a glimpse of why he's the way he is. Because when they see him, he's like, he's all laid up in a hammock. And he's all like, nah, yo, son of a bitch. Yo, son of a bitch. What the fuck do you want from me? Listen, boy, do you have any? Do you have any smack? Do you have any downers, uppers? You got any marijuana, you got any cocaine, you got any NyQuil. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just it's just one of them things, you know. You you, you gotta see what 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 it leads to is like basically him having a Vietnam flashback, you know what I'm saying? And when he flashes back, you start seeing the shit that he went through, you know what I'm saying? 
And one of the things he went through is like, you know, he's we he, it was basically a retelling of the deer hunter. You know what I mean? Anybody ever seen that movie? You know what I'm talking about. The, you you know what scene in particular I'm talking about. I don't have to really I don't have to really spoil or or uh, reveal that ever again because to me that was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in film. The uh, the scene in particular from the deer hunter. Anyways. And also extremely sad. Seriously, that's one of the saddest things I've ever seen in a movie. But that that's a whole different fucking movie to review. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, so we get to see why he's all fucked up. Blah, blah, blah. And then there's this, like, bunny. I think his name was Henry or Willie or some bullshit. Who was a promiscuous, you know, for lack of a better term, he's a promiscuous retard. And all he... Like, all his, like, fucking around and all that shit got him an STD or something. They keep calling it the big one, okay? And we start seeing him, like, slowly rotting out and becoming this creature that, you know... I don't really know what it would be, the the, the decomposition of him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it'll be, like... How do you say? Uh, like... Like, the AIDS without being treated or... You know, some shit, some such shit like that. I don't know what to call it. All I know is that it's, like, really bizarre. And he starts, like, pussing out. It's gross, really. It's, like, one of the nastiest things I've seen in a long time. And what winds up going down is that he, you know, the tabloid, which is the the fly, which I told y'all about earlier. This motherfucker's gross because in one scene in particular, I think he's talking to either the turtle man or the frog or whatever the hell it was or the bunny man and he tells them like he tells them like uh yeah I'm gonna get information on you and tell you blah, 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 and you're gonna be you're gonna be the one in particular that's gonna be suffering from blah 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 and all this other bullshit from my from my from what I reveal basically right what makes this scene gross is the fact that the fly is in the toilet and he's eating shit with a spoon. I don't know why that grosses me out more than anything. Because there's a scene there's a scene where uh, we see the, the hippo woman getting horny. And she takes off her, how you say, uh, her, her dress or nightgown or whatever the hell that is. She takes it off and she's standing there fully nude. And you see like puppet titties and puppet pussy. And it's really gross in my book. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, you know. On the bright side, you know what I mean? It ends with a giant shootout a la Scarface. And uh, Heidi sings, or whatever the fuck the hippo lady's name is, sings one last time and that's the end of the movie. There. I just explained the whole damn plot. Complicated as shit. And yeah, that was the fun of it. So what do I think about the movie? Honestly, it's... uh, it's uh it's pretty it's pretty out there. <laughs> Never have I seen anything like this before, to be honest with you. Not necessarily a bad thing either, but not necessarily something I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what to make of it really cuz it's just like weird and crazy, but yet funny and entertaining throughout. There are parts where I kind of just like you know, I just kind of like felt myself nodding away because it was just really nothing going down personally, but I mean, like, you got to remember, this is a a freaking, for lack of a better term, this is a fucking animated movie for adults, really, when it comes down to it. And was I entertained? Yes. Was it worth watching? If you got to be, like, really into it, because, you know, you got to remember that this is all in bad taste. It has zero to nothing to do with how... You know, like, you, you you know, you see all the cinema snobs out there. Not the actual cinema snob. I'm talking about all the other cinema snobs in the world that will shit all over this movie, but in a passive-aggressive way. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'd be like, yeah, so this movie is shit. I hate this movie because blah, blah, blah. Oh, but I can see why people like it because it's fun and it's crazy and it's imaginary. Like, shut the fuck up, bastard. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, if you didn't like the fucking movie, don't watch it. It's just that simple, you stupid motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, yeah, so uh, I really dug it. I don't know if y'all dig it, but I dug it, so, yeah.
Anyway, I'm going to play y'all another song. This is exciting. Because like I said, we're going to play another one, like, horrorcore and doom metal this Halloween. So we're going to get into this next track, which is from Graveyard Productions. Y'all don't know who they are? Not a lot of people do. So just keep that in mind. Uh, you're going to hear some classic, classic, classic um, horrorcore slash devil shit. Uh, also, I want to dedicate this one to... No one in particular, but, you know, we dark souls like the world at night.
All right, y'all, so that was Electric Citizen. I don't remember what the name of the song is, but I can tell you this much. That's my ex's favorite band, or one of her favorite bands. I remember we would get Blaze and just listen to that all night. It was great. But anyways, and like I said earlier, I don't have any ill will towards her, although she is dating a fucking nurse, man. But still, I'm not mad at her. But I will say this. Y'all know, like, it's spooky season, so, you know, it's all cool and all, you know what I mean? Like, we all have our fun with it, right? Yeah, sure. You know, more or less. I enjoy Halloween more than I enjoy Christmas uh, for many reasons. But, you know, I love how some places, like here, you know, the, the haunted attractions and shit like that, it's all over the place. And, you know, a lot of them, like, a lot of places are just, you know, straight up just like, you know, midnight screenings at the movie theater, you know, to watch like, you know, The Exorcist, Uncut, the really fucked up version of it, you know what I mean? Or, you know, just simply, you know, Halloween decorations all around, you know what I mean? I love looking at that stuff, you know what I mean? That's one thing I do like about Christmas as well. I love looking at Christmas um, shit, lights. I, I don't know, it's, it's a weird thing. It's not really weird, but anyway... I wanted to bring it up because um, a lot of y'all know that, like, stoner doom metal, it's really fat and slow, and sometimes it's, like, really long, like, painfully long. So I'm going to end this episode with a long song, you know what I'm saying? And y'all tell me whether it worked or not, and if it didn't, I'm probably not going to do it again, but I probably will because, you know, it's my show regardless. <laughs> But the thing is, is like, if y'all realized, you know, if y'all really knew the amount of, like, investment that I put into Stoner Doom as of late, if y'all knew the amount of, you know, everything that I got as of now, then you'd be like, holy shit. Because y'all know that I usually do black metal and death metal and horrorcore for my Halloween show, but I don't know, this is something else, so you, you, yeah <laughs> we'll find out in due time, right, anyway, so why, I wanted to bring up this thing right, so like, y- y'all seen that movie Hellraiser, you know, the thing called the um, that configuration thing from Hellraiser, you guys know what I'm talking about, right anyway it's uh it's kind of like the basis of that thing is used to be referred to as the devil's toy box you know what i'm saying it but like the thing is unlike the unlike the movie it's it's a box the box is not a toy so to speak but it's a small room where you know the floor everything is just basically one big mirror now, according to the old school legend, they said that if you stood inside that mirror room for too long by yourself, supposedly the devil would show up and steal your soul. You know what I'm saying? Now, how he did it, I don't know. Maybe he filleted you. Fucking hey, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I'm talking about this because like two weeks ago, I got a text from an old friend and um, this person knows about the, the, the devil's toy box we'll call it and he was asking me hey um can you help my can you help him can you help out my younger sister and i'm like with what and he goes well here's the thing uh she lives up in like northern you know nevada you know she's just she's going to college blah 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 all this shit you know what i mean and i'm like all right so we'll, we'll, what do you need me to help her with and pretty much this is what, you know, they told me, like, we're, well, now, I mean, at this point, I'm in contact with the, the young sister, her, we'll call her Chrissy, for all legality's sake, and Chrissy was telling me that, you know, where she lives now, the haunted house attractions and all that were pretty much all over that area in Nevada, you know what I mean, and it started late September, which is pretty cool. Or mid to late September. It doesn't matter. Anyway, she was telling me that there's this place called Farmer's Grave. And, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, they have that one all the time. And the the year, 
the year before. Okay. The year before. <laughs> I, I sound fucking retarded, but anyways. The year before, the owner or the guy managing, whoever the hell was doing it, decided that they were going to make a devil's toy box. And they, they built it in a shack. And, you know, same thing, you know, it's one big mirror. Well, I mean, that, she said that's the way it's been, you know, they talked about it out there to her, at least. And she had never been inside of it, you know what I mean? Because that farmer's grave place closed less than a week after it opened. A result from, like, people getting hurt and going inside the devil's toy box attraction and shit. She didn't, like, get the chance to do it because, well, she was always busy or whatever, right? And the thing is, she wanted closure because she had heard, you know, a bunch of stories from everyone, you know, from her neighbors to her school and all that other shit, that no one could last more than five minutes inside that room. And there was even a large timer set beside the building to show the length of the current, you know, person in there. The length of stay under a second, you know, I mean, clock. Well, there was another clock, I'm saying, displayed on the longest recorded time up to that point which had maxed out at just over four minutes before you know it got closed so the dude that was managing that place had reduced you know he was the one he was managing that shit when this happened and he's the one that holds the record now i don't know how true this is but she was telling me she told me that how once he walked out of that place he's like he went full-on gimp you know what i'm saying like and, and, you know, just to add flair, I guess, she told me that he's mute. He hasn't spoken since. And, and then, like, another 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 thing that happened, she was telling me, because, you know, you have to go through all these things, you know what I'm saying, to uh, investigate before you do anything else, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, there was a woman who had a heart attack in under 90 seconds. And there was a kid who, like, started banging his head against the thing and this is pretty much what led to the closure the kid that started banging his head against the glass or whatever and it wouldn't break or whatever but he caused like severe hemorrhage inside of his skull or something right they wound up he wound up dying two weeks later uh not because of that but he had committed suicide by ironically by um shards of glass you know what i mean he had cut both. Yeah, I don't need to get into detail. You guys get it, right? So this led to the whole place getting shut down. But, you know, people are, you know, you know how these things, man. You know, like, people want to see it. Because once you start hearing those crazy stories, and when they start turning out to be true, then you're like, all right, well, what the fuck's going on? You know, now, like, people, because, you know, word of mouth, all that other garbage... People are still talking about it to this day, even Christy, you know what I mean? And, you know, as of late, people, she's telling me, you know, like, <clears throat> people were, like, breaking, or like, sneaking into the property. And it's like, they see where that shack was, you know what I'm saying? They see where it is, but most of them just be like, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> no, no, fuck that, man. We can't do that shit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, doing a little more, doing a little bit more research, you know, once you get the locations of these places and all that stuff, you tend to look around to see what, you know, what's, what's what. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's, it's, it, the people who own it, we're not going to say their names either for legality's sake, you know what I mean? But it's as stereotypical as you, you, you think it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a two lane dirt road that only, you know, you know one's going forward, one's going back, and, you know, you got to be careful. And, you know, you see the place that's pretty much, it's like, it's on their property. They got like a pretty decent size land, if you will. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And all that nice shit. But anyway, she was telling me that, you know, there were some 
fucking there were some people that went to school with her that snuck out to that you know the property and shit and they found they said that they found exactly where it's at how to get in there blah 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 and then all of a sudden the owner dude shows up and asks if they wanted to go inside you know what I mean and you know at first they were like what the hell where'd you come from but then he's like they're, they're like oh well yeah yeah if you don't mind and he's like no I don't mind at all you guys want to see the box go ahead now as soon as he opened it according to what she told me she said that they told her that it looked like it was opening the mouth of hell if you will and it swung open violently apparently and she was like she told me that they were like no fuck that we're not gonna do it no no no, no. we're not gonna do it and yeah so that led to other rumors that people but she was just, she was telling me that that was just a rumor thus far because she didn't know whether to believe it. she doesn't know whether to believe it or not obviously because she's as skeptical as anyone else would be about being out in the property like that you know what i'm saying but anyway that's besides the point after that she told me that a lot that's when a lot of people started talking about how they started spreading even more rumors about hey if you go over there at past midnight you'll see the owner dude standing right next to that the the, the shack or whatever right? and you know of course you're gonna get people that believe it you're gonna be, get people that are skeptical most people just chalk it up as another bullshit story so you got that to think about anyway so last week she was she told me that like you know, last week we were on the phone, me and, you know, the girl. She was telling me that her boyfriend went out there with some of his dumbass friends and, you know, they, uh, he wasn't gone for like a night or two. And it got to the point that his, uh, his family reported him missing and she started going a little off the rails worrying about him as any good, you know, lady friend would be, you know what I'm saying? And she had the temptation of going to that place to see if he was there. But she was afraid to go alone. 